Hi, this is Martha Creek. It's a pleasure and joy to be with you today. I have a calling to serve those who serve. So it's an honor to bring forth any of the teachings or principles or anything that I've seen in my own life that's made um, transformative differences in that. So I want to look at the principles of unity, the five principles of unity. The first one is God is good or God is God is good. God is all. There is only one power and one presence active in the universe and in my life. It's a common opening for most unity churches. Their statement of belief, a statement of presence. There's only one power and one presence active in the universe and in my life. Really? God, the good, omnipotent. God is absolute good and everywhere present. God is the source, the creator of all. There is no other enduring power. God is good and present everywhere. So as we look at these principles, it's it's quite easy to read that. It's quite easy to say the words. It's quite easy to have a platitude or an attitude or a... um, affirmation of this, it's an entirely different thing to be able to live this out, to uh, make this part of our daily embodiment and embodiment from situation to situation, because it's one thing to say that there's one power and one presence in all the universe, and then to say, well, it doesn't include that woman who just rolled her eyes at me, or it doesn't include that man who won't apologize to me, or it won't include that person over there, or that organization over there, or that. So throughout my coursework, throughout my life, I could see that the notions that we have about what are good and bad and not good, or good and evil, black and white, right and wrong, are this basic binary system of filing that the mind has, and that the problem lies in how they've been categorized, at least in my mind. So I look upon something and I name it good, then I'm going to experience it as that. If I look upon anything and name it bad or wrong or dark or any other thing like that, evil, then I'm going to experience it as that. So I know that in my own life, it's been absolutely critical, vital to work at systematically dismantling this old paradigm of filing to stop seeing things uh, as good or bad, right or wrong, and to begin to see things from the multiple viewpoints that we have. So that as we get into what is um, the nature of things, it is alpha and omega. It includes both and. So it's not one or the other, it's one and the other. So flood and drought, not flood or drought. Both are included. Now, the good news for me and hopefully for you is we don't have to love that. Sane people don't do happy dances when they hear there's a flood or that there's a drought. And sane um, people (laughs) can understand that even though I don't like it, I don't do a happy dance, neither of those makes my tail wag. I absolutely am aligned and awake to that they are included in the lay of the land of the unfoldment here in creation since recorded history and through the millennia things like flood and drought are included 
Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end and all that is in between. So for me, this first principle is um, indicative of that and leads me and inspires me and encourages me to lean into the reality that God is, period. And if God doesn't work for you, the word, then find another word that does. What is, is. Uh, Universe is. Unfolding is. The way of it. The Tao. The way of it is the way of it. So what is, is absolute. What is, is ever-changing. What is, is ever-present. What is, is ever-unfolding. And this one power, one creative power, one presence is active in that, in that unfolding. And my power, my power, all the power in the universe resides in how I am going to relate to this. God bless each and every one of you. Prayer with you now that we are filled with the richness of spirit and purpose and blessed in success and prosperity in every order of the day immersed in the presence of pure being and the Holy Spirit, praying that all of our human limitations are erased and that we live from this pure substance. Blessings, amen, and so it is. Hi, it's Martha Creek, marthacreek.com to contact me. I want to explore here with you um, the Unity Five Principles. So this one looks at and explores and sheds light on Principle Two. And the five principles can be found at unity.org. The first principle is God is everywhere present. Number two is we are divine spark of that. Three is thoughts create experiences. Four is prayer and meditation are ways to connect with this source. And five is to walk the talk, that action is needed. So I sum up the five principles by saying them like this. God is, I am, or I am that I am. I think it, I pray it. I live it. So looking at number two, I am a spark of that. So if humans are made in the image of God, if humans are made in Alpha and Omega, then we too, all of us, each of us, have a spark of divinity within us, the source of our very creation. So that we have inherent potential, we have inherent capabilities. Uh, Our essence then is of this. We're inherently good. We're inherently made from this image. Now, this was expressed. um, This image is expressed through master teachers that we've had over the ages. The the, uh, consciousness of Buddha, of Jesus Christ, of the saints and sages over time that shows a spectrum of this consciousness um, 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 spectrum of p- potential, a spectrum of expansions that we can do, and that within each and every one of us is that potential, and that it is then our responsibility, if we have any, to say, okay, then using that potential, how am I going to be with that? How am I going to co-create a life that expresses that? So think about then um, what what would hold us back from that. And often for me, I know that I'm more focused on what others are doing and what others should be doing and could be doing instead of what is it that I'm doing. 
and that and to awaken to that even though we're inherently good that we're made in the creation a creator if it's not god for you then the universe or whatever words you can put on it that within that consciousness we're just a hair above an animal in our evolutionary process so we still are in a species that's killed a hundred million of its own species so that potential to consciously evolve takes uh, practice, mindfulness, regulation, uh, emotional understanding, uh, stopping some of these regressive animalistic patterns. So even though that we're inherently good and born in divine grace, born in um, providence, born like this, then it absolutely is um, part part of the process and the unfolding is to then grow in consciousness, to grow and deepen our understanding and awareness of this and to make um, choices if there's free will. That's another podcast, I guess, to make, if there's free will, to make uh, changes and choices in consciousness to experience this deeper spiritual awareness of the presence of us, of being breathed, of living in the moment And to apply that power as we immerse ourselves in this pure being, as we immerse ourselves in presence, aware that we're being breathed, aware that something created us, aware that we are here for purpose, that we have a purpose, that we are incarnate here to make a difference, to um, maybe you'd say bring heaven to earth, to create a new earth here, and to do so consciously evolving. So then to acknowledge this presence as of creator, to, ana- to acknowledge the power of that as our own divine power, our own, our own um, dominance of that, to then direct it through divine wisdom beyond the human limitations and beyond the potential to regress um, to bypass the tendencies and the allure to be uh, stuck in, in in stasis of that old regressive way that actually harms, hurts, digresses, devolves instead of consciously evolving, stopping harm to ourselves and others, and to be this um, a god or divinity in expression here in the human form. So. Words for words for hopefully for thought and inquiry and all blessings to you as we and I further commit to live and to express this in the form here. Amen. So it is. Hi, this is Martha Creek, MarthaCreek.com to contact me. Infinite blessings today for you as we immerse ourselves in pure being and Holy Spirit, life, love, and wisdom, and continue our look into the five basic tenets of unity's philosophy and principles. The five basic principles are God is all good, active in everything and everywhere, one presence and one power in the universe and in my life. Two, our essence is of God, therefore inherently good. I'm naturally good because God's divinity is in me and in everyone. Three, I experience and create my experiences by what I choose to think and feel and what I believe. So therefore, number three, we're co-creators with God, creating reality through the thoughts that we um, hold in mind and follow. So thoughts create experiences. Then number four, we'll get to it a later session. 
meditation and prayer are ways to connect with God and to deepen this relationship, to align our heart and mind with the God heart and mind. Prayer is connection. And five, action is needed. Through our thoughts, words, and actions, we live the truth we know, so we do our best by living this truth to make a difference. So today, um, three. Thoughts create experiences. We're co-creators with God, creating reality through the thoughts we hold in our mind, creating experiences by what we choose to think and feel and believe. So um, if I have a thought that something bad is going to happen, then that is based on my limited human understanding of what is bad. So that in practice, then, I must erase my own human limitations to take down and systematically dismantle the filing system that I set up of what is good and bad. I can say traffic should flow. It's like, well, traffic doesn't always flow. So how I experience traffic when it's not flowing is a part of my reality. It's a part of what I have created, not the traffic, not the flow of the traffic, at least as far as I know. If I had the power to make traffic flow, I sure would. But I do have the power to relate to it differently. So then regardless of what traffic does, I'm not a victim to the traffic. I'm not a hostage to the traffic. So changing what I can, accepting what I cannot, and the wisdom to know the difference. So then the power, all the power in the universe resides in how I relate what's happening and change my own thought and mind and BS, my own belief system about what is happening. So then I can co-create a new reality. So if I go out to go somewhere and my tire's flat, no, I didn't create the flat tire. I didn't even know I had a tire till it went flat. I don't even think about having tires until they're flat. I, however, can create how am I going to relate to this flat tire, flat tire. Blessings and love to you all, MarthaCreek.com. Hi, everybody. It's Martha Creek, MarthaCreek.com, taking a look at a one independent look at what unity principles are, unity um, processes, the tenets, and the basic unity philosophies. More information, unity.org. The fourth principle, prayer is connection. Through prayer and meditation, we align our heart, mind, with God. We align and atone our heart-mind with God. Some use denials and affirmation as tools here, and it's through this affirmative prayer and meditation and the practices of that that we connect with God, therefore to bring out um, more expansive, greater potential and possibilities in our life. Um, The difference here for some is to talk about prayer. I do... um, the, the difference of saying, oh, yes, sure, I pray. I pray as a concept. I pray as a philosophy. I pray as an idea versus actually praying. And prayer is the connection to the one mind, the source, the creator, which is God. So the big difference here is actually doing praying and practicing prayer as a modality for atonement, for alignment, for creation, for causative action, for creation and co-creation versus talking about prayer or platitudes of prayer. And that's the big difference and certainly has been in my life. I just watched the movie, um, A Great Day in the Neighborhood, and how powerful it was to see him praying and to call out uh, the names out loud of the people he was praying for and praying with. 
So uh, Unity also has a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week prayer service, a silent Unity prayer that's been a prayer vigil uninterrupted for nearly 130 years. So begin to look at then in your prayer practices, like in my prayer practices, what it is you pray for, why is it you're praying for that, what is your motives about prayer, and I pray then with you and for you today as I do for myself that I pray that our human limitations are erased and that we operate and manifest in our world and co-create in our world according to the perfect law that is a divine wisdom immersed in the presence of pure being, a Holy Spirit, life, love, and wisdom. We acknowledge this presence and this power and take my actions and my a co-creating power and presence in an alignment and atonement with that. So we thank you, living, loving spirit. We thank you, God, for substance, for success, for prosperity, the order of the day. And thank you for blessing us with richness of spirit and purpose as we serve those who are serving. Amen, amen, amen. So I personally believe there's no wrong way to pray. And that um, saying any kind of prayer wholeheartedly and with feeling is um, really the secret here. And I've read from sages in the past, if we ever, ever, ever say never another prayer, but simply thank you. We are using the causative generative power of prayer. Blessings, folks. MarthaCreek.com Hi, everybody. It's Martha Creek, MarthaCreek.com. We're exploring unity principles, the basic tenets of unity's philosophy and five basic principles. This is the fifth of the five. God is. I am. I think it. I pray it. I live it. So that's the summary of the five. So the five, the fifth one we're looking at today is action is needed. It's one of the least popular ones, I believe. Uh, a lot of platitudes around it's all good and God is good and God is everywhere present and God is good all the time. It's another thing entirely to live this out. Action is needed through thoughts, thoughts, words, actions. We must live the truth that we espouse. So it's one thing entirely to say it's all good. It's another thing to actually embody that and to bring it forth in our life and to demonstrate it in the ways we are uh, interacting with people in relationships and in the world. So the fifth principle, I do my best. I give my best by living this truth, by applying what I know. I do this to make a difference. I I do this to make a world that uh, works for all. So living the truth that we know, action is needed. And this is one of the more difficult ones of the principles because when um, the going gets tough, so to speak, it's pretty easy to um, defer to a platitude or an affirmation or something that we want to believe without ever looking to see what do we actually believe and knowing then that whatever is in my experience that I hold the power through the way what I call this, what I name it how I respond to it, what action I take, sensible, compassionate action for myself and others, that only in this application um, do I, only through and, and entirely through this application can I use this principle of literally walking the talk. So one thing to talk the talk, another thing entirely to walk it. So um, bless you as you begin to walk this, as you see the difference that you make in your own life, and that this fifth principle, that there's not enough to know the truth. 
that we must also practice the principles through word, action, and thought, as well as prayer, meditation, atonement, alignment, that with the God mind, knowing that we are inherently, inherently good, made in the image and of that of the Creator, not in, not vice versa of that, and that there is a one power and the one presence in all the universe and in my life, and that discussing it and referring to it will not ever make a change in my life. So God bless you as you proceed. Practice the principles. Meditate, pray, use silence, whatever you can, and then daily activities to shift our own consciousness, to shift my consciousness as we work together. Together we can do what we cannot do alone to make a world that works for all. God bless you. Riches, blessings, always. MarthaCreek.com, unity.org.